0: That just, that's, that's, you know, most people have catchphrases. Thomas just screeches. <laughs> uh, hey guys, welcome back to Weencast. The only podcast where you can listen to me, London Hetty, talk about my lump.
1: And this is the only podcast where you can hear me, Thomas Griffin, talk about London's lump. So how's your lump this week? Good. I uh,
0: I went to the doctor. They're like, "This is a really bad cyst. We gotta cut it open." So they did, and they found in all the pus. They're like, "Oh, we figured out what the problem was."
1: There was a dog in there. It looks like
0: somebody put a DVD copy of Wild Hogs into your (laughs) into your skin. No, <laughs> that joke was so funny I died. LMAO. Uh, so yeah, today we're gonna be talking about uh fucking creation of the humanoids at Under the Silver Lake. But before that, Thomas, any other good movies you watched this week? Anything? Any shows? Any
1: games? What have you been up to? Uh, I rewatched Fright Night because I just got the Blu Ray for that. Uh, That that was fun. I still like it now just Mm -hmm. as much as I ever have. I I've got more gripes with it now than I did when I was like twelve years old. Obviously, but a lot of it, like uh, I hate the ending to the movie. Which I'm not getting into like actual spoilers, but like the actual movie ends on like a fake like stapled on like kind of yeah, but that's just little thing. Every fucking horror movie ever. But, like, out, outside of that, and uh, the character of Ed I had a few little gripes with. Uh it his voice?
0: When I watched it with my girlfriend, she fucking hated Ed, just because she, like, hated how grating his voice was.
1: Yeah, he's in another movie. It's, like, 976 Evil. Uh, or that's, something like that's that. That's a great name. Yeah, it's about... I don't... I watched it when I was, like, 12. It's about a dude who, like... God, I don't even fucking remember. He, like, calls an evil number. <laughs> or something like that. And he ends up, like, turning... He basically plays evil Ed in the movie. Because uh, he's, like, a kid who gets bullied. And then he ends up becoming, like, this, like, demon.
0: What the fuck? It's directed
1: by Robert Englund. Oh. Huh. In I... one of the
0: two films he's directed. I know it had a
1: sequel. I remember not liking it very much, and that was when I was 12, so I probably really wouldn't like it now. Or you'd love it. Yeah. I've had movies that I hated when I was younger, but I love now. But typically those are movies that I thought were boring when I was younger. I didn't think that this movie was boring. I thought it was just bad. Uh, but I was watch...
0: from the writer of A Knight's Tale.
1: No, pretty good. Uh, but I watched Fright Night, and then I rewatched the first Child's Play and the second Child's Play, and I got about halfway through the third Child's Play, and I, I just like, I'm shutting this shit off. I just couldn't. I hate. I think the third one, out of what I've seen, might be my least favorite. And I've only seen the first five and the fifth one's really bad. But the fifth one Is it like fun bad?
0: Or like enjoyable bad at least like, A little
1: bit. Uh this movie like the third one's just like really generic and it was just really grating to watch. Like I, I was not I watched fun the, the remake. Oh yeah? What'd you think? It was bad.
0: Yeah, it's It wasn't like terrible though. It was like just kind of bad. Like, I like Mark Hamill in it. Yeah. I think he's actually a pretty good voice, but it's just fucking dumb.
1: Yeah. I'm not, I'm not. And f- they
0: keep, like, they keep the arc where it's like, w- we're not gonna believe the kid. And it's just like, I fucking hate that. Why would you remake a movie and just, like, and have so many different elements, but keep this plot line? See. It's just kind of frustrating to watch.
1: I. I like that in the original one because it's really only like the first half or so where they don't believe the kid and then it kind of transitions over to like uh, fucking the mom and uh, Chris Sarandon's character who are like, alright, now who's gonna believe? Like that's like yeah, one who's of the gonna ending... believe us? Yeah, like the ending line of the movie. Uh, and Watching the sequels if you hate that theme don't watch any of the sequels. Is it all of the- it? It's, for- at, it's, it's at least for two and three. Uh oh, Bride of Chucky is where they switched up the franchise and uh, it took like a major tonal shift. That when uh, got
0: more comedic.
1: Yeah, that's when it got more like they basically became way more self-aware. It's where you Uh, see, like, the famous, like, Chucky with, like, the stitches. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the third one was bad. And the second one is not very good either. Although, the whole climax scene to the second one, like, the final confrontation is, uh, I, I like that in the second one. I'd say that's probably the second one's, like, saving grace. And the reason why it's probably well-remembered out of, like, some of the other sequels.
0: Because they're all
1: shit? Um, a lot of them are shit. Um, I can't... It's,
0: it's the least shit kind of
1: thing? Yeah, it's one of the uh, lesser shitty sequels. Because 3 and 5 are bad. I can't speak for 6 or 7. I've heard split things, and with a horror franchise like this, I can't really take is, anyone's is word for it. Is or whatever? Five is Seed. That's the one where they have uh, Glenn slash Glenda slash Shitface. Uh, it's their kid who can't uh, decide their gender. And oh, He's kind of back and forth. Uh, it's a
2: little, little ahead of its time. No, it's not. a <laughs> Little ahead of its time. <laughs> it's <perfect>. uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: But Trans uh, icon Glenda. <laughs> If I remember. I think, I think John Waters is in
0: the fifth one, though. If I remember correctly.
1: Is it Divine?
0: No, I don't think so. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um, I, I realized that when I saw uh, Child's Play, that was the. I saw five movies that day in the theaters, and three of them. Or about sentient toys. Because <laughs> I or fucking watched
1: Annabelle? Annabelle
0: Comes Home, Toy Story 4, and Child's oh, god!
1: I was Toy Story 4.
0: I really enjoyed it. Like, I'm not the biggest fan, personally, like, I'm not the biggest fan of the first movie. Yeah. I just, the more I, the, I probably watched it the most, and the more I watched it, the more it's just like, kind of just becomes worse for me. Yeah. And I think two's good, and I think I really like 3, and I really enjoyed 4. Like, much, like, really enjoyed it. I think that Forky as a character
1: is actually really great. Yeah, I'll,
0: I'll,
1: I'll probably see it once it hits DVD. Yeah. Uh, I've never been one to, like, rush and uh, see a Pixar movie in theaters. Oh my god, I need to see Toy Story 4! I want to see Woody's bare Ass! I think... What came out first? Little Nemo or Finding The Incredibles? Finding Nemo or The Incredibles? Finding Nemo. Uh, maybe. Isn't Finding Nemo from, like, 2004?
0: Finding Nemo is from 2003. Incredibles is from...
1: 2004. Okay. So the last movie, the last Pixar movie I saw in theaters was The Incredibles. Wow. Okay. Uh, also, Annabelle Comes Home was fucking dreadful. Oh, so I'm, I'm, I'm fucking sure. I, I remember I went and saw the fucking first spin off Annabelle they did on my birthday. Oh my, my friend, god. Like, the first one. ago. This was
0: worse than the first one. And oh, the first I'm, one's
1: pretty notoriously terrible.
0: What's funny though is I think the second Annabelle, Annabelle creation, is actually pretty good. Like it has a competent director and like actually, I'll if I remember correctly, Annabelle creation is by a fucking fucking dude, James Wong. No, um, I think he only did. Uh, oh, you mean David F. Sandberg? Oh, I thought you meant Jeff Bridges. Which David F. Sandberg did Shazam. Hmm. Um, he also
1: did Lights Out, which I actually really enjoyed. I never watched the actual, like, Did Reacher you see the Link? short film or whatever? Yeah, I, I saw the short film. How was that? I like it. It's like... It's like three minutes, right? <laughs> yeah, something like that. I don't know. I,
0: I, I thought that Lights Out had a lot of, like, there was it was, like, super cliche, but they, like, work within the confines of that, like, really well. I'm like, okay, cool. It's actually doing interesting things in these. And it, like, sets up rules for its monster that it actually follows. Mm. It seems like in a lot of, like, supernatural horror films. By the end of it, it's like, here's the secret. We never told you. And I was like, ah, perfect. I love just making shit up. You just have to use a gun. Uh. But yeah, Annabelle comes home. Uh, It just set. It tries to set up like a billion new movies kind of thing because it's about her like repossessing a bunch of like haunted things in the house. So it goes through like all of these monsters, obviously to like set them up. And I'm just like, this is terrible. Like fuck it. One of the worst movies from this year. No. There's been a lot of. There's been some shitty ones though, like Hellboy? Oof. Did you see that?
1: No, I didn't
0: bother. Oh god. That's the worst superhero movie I've ever seen. Oh gee. That's a bold statement. That's worse than Catwoman. Oh. Shit. Uh, Like that Fucking. Oof. What a shame.
1: Oh. I hope that it made enough of, like, at least, like, a splash, like, culturally. Not necessarily, like, how it did reception-wise. That way we can maybe get that actual third Hellboy. But I'm, I'm pretty sure that one's just... I mean, that's what
0: happened with Ghostbusters. Which is funny, because I actually didn't think the new... I know you didn't like it, but I I, I thought it was fine. I, I enjoyed it. And then it's just like, well, what if we made Ghostbusters 3 with Jason Wright? Which is interesting, but it's like, and I think Jason Reitman's a pretty fucking good director, too. Yeah. And I get it. Because he, like, he, he oh, did, like, his dad. Juno. He did and... Juno. He did, like, Tolly, which I fucking adored. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think he did Thank You for Smoking, which I also yeah, think yeah, is yeah. a great movie. Uh, but, <laughs> fuck. So maybe it's just, like, Guillermo del Toro's like, hey, I'm gonna make Cowboy 3 now. It was just, they wouldn't give him enough money, right? That was the main issue.
1: They wouldn't give him he's like, I need this to make it epic. They wouldn't give him the budget he wanted, so then he ended up, like... I think he was willing to compromise, but only under, like, a certain circumstance, so he ended up, like, sending out a tweet, and he's like, if this gets, like, 10,000 likes in 24 hours, or, <laughs> some, or something like that, it, it was probably higher than 10,000.
0: I think it was like a hundred thousand retweets in like twenty four hours. Yeah, it it was, it was something
1: know, like that. that. I remember retweeting it that day. I was like Shit, fuck yes I'm
0: gonna make nine thousand extra counts
1: And uh it was like just short. short. It barely didn't make the fucking cutoff and uh then <laughs> it, shortly after they pushed the new material for the uh with David Harbour. And oh. I think David Harbour like if I was to pick someone else than Ron Perlman I don't think he's necessarily like a bad choice. I like David Harbour, but it seemed it seemed like just everything behind the scenes was just not going
0: well. Oh uh, wait. And I don't I don't think he did a very good job either, but I think that's mostly the, it it seemed the, the like the
1: scripting. It, it seemed like they had like a lot of like makeup on his face which if you look at like the Ron Perlman version He's got a lot of like body prosthetics but his face is like just painted hey, yeah. red It just kind so of looks like Ron pearl. It allows him to probably portray a wider range.
0: heard a really ghost It sounded like someone
1: was like drinking water out of a bowl like a dog. Heard like a <laughs> <laughs> but Maybe I'm a pretty... ghost dog. I wonder
0: if Mike picked it up. We just listened back, and it's like, Joe, he's that's a <laughs>
1: <laughs> Uh But, uh, yeah, it, it seemed like it was, like, every trailer I saw, I was like, oof. I remember the
0: first trailer, I was like, this was fucking awful. But the second trailer, I'm like, I mean, it still looked bad, but it didn't look awful, I guess. And I'm like, nope, nope, it was fucking awful. Yeah. I and mean, I like to, I don't like to judge CG necessarily on the trailer, because usually there's still a bunch of work to be done, and then studios just were like, no, we gotta push out a trailer right now. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, maybe it'll look better, and I'm like, somehow this looked worse. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, but, God, yeah, I watched a lot of shit. But then I saw I saw Spider-Man, and I saw Toy Story, but,
1: which I really enjoyed both. All that's what. Right. On the thumb scale, of one to two thumbs up or down, Spider Man bar from home. Because I haven't seen. I'm seeing it, like, right yeah. after. Movie so, movies. two. So, mm. so, like, two thumbs you can just up just tell. Me, like you could just tell me your, like, overall. I gave it, like, a film.
0: seven.
1: Okay. Yeah. That, that, that's what I, like, gave Homecoming. So, that's pretty much what I was expecting. That's what I. I, I like, I, most I have, of the I have more
0: issues with this Spider-Man movie than I do with, like, most Spider-Man movies.
1: Okay, that's but, interesting, because I...
0: But I think the performances there are fucking top-notch.
1: See, I've got some issues with the general, like, kind of direction I've kind of noticed this Peter Parker is going, versus what I like from Peter Parker, but... Oh, I'll hold my reservations until I actually see the movie, and we can Mm -hmm. maybe do, like, a talk on it, like, next episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, We can do, like, Uh, Make sure you watch both
0: after-credits scenes, everybody. And as soon as you watch them, I need you to message me later today.
1: Oh, okay. Uh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh...
0: So, what's your film idea? Okay. So,
1: oh god, where do I get it So basically, it takes place in like this future, maybe not future, just different timeline. I don't fucking know. a A world where uh the like foster care system and stuff like that is pretty much abolished, and instead of uh kids going to like people who want money. Or people who are... They still have, like, people who are willing to adopt them, but, like, for the mass majority of kids who go unadopted, they, like, basically make these, uh, big apartment complexes with, uh, two-bedroom apartments, uh, and basically, like, anywhere from one to three kids will be, like, tossed into an apartment, and they'll have two robot parents. And, uh... Basically, uh, this one focuses on, like, a trio of kids, and uh, the robot parents, like, have a malfunction where one of them kind of becomes the favorite, and they, like, just horribly treat the other two, and there's, like, a... There are, like, social workers who, like, come in and, like, check on the kids, make sure that they seem like they're developing correctly, not having any, like, big issues or... Coming across, like, anything, like, maybe they're, like, bipolar, or schizophrenic, or stuff like that, that would need more attention. And, uh, yeah. Basically, you're just generic movie where, uh, the parents, you know, pick the one kid. I, I've i thought of, like, all sorts of different ideas, because technically it's only, like, kids who live in these apartments. Maybe there's, like, a groundskeeper or something who's, like, a real person to make I'm sure. Groundskeeper! something's going alright, but yeah, I don't know. Basically, a horror movie styled around that idea. One shot that I've always, like, pictured when I pictured this movie, because this is, like, an idea I had in high school. I don't think I'll ever make it, because I think it's kind of dumb, but... The short film. Yeah, but uh, I picture, like, just uh, these, like, light wall apartments that are, like, pretty blank for the most part, and, uh, like, the kids will, like, be at school and, like, the blinds will be closed, and you'll see like the just robot parents like slumped over, and like the like sunlight's from in between like the lines of the blinds are like coming in, and just like kind of like going across like their eyes and stuff, and they just kind of look creepy. I don't know. This is mm-hmm. an idea I had. Sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> oh, thank you. Pretty th-
0: swaggeroo. Maybe Ooh. even. I might even say. Oh my god! He gave me the epic guarantee! Oh. So uh, I forgot to think of one again. Just a reminder, I work 72 hours a week, so I'm always tired and dying. Um, uh, Like, I'm very tired now. But here's my idea. This is my idea. I actually had this a bit ago. But, okay. It's a... Movie. About a musician, and he's a muppet. He's a puppet. Wait, is he a puppet or a muppet? Oh, he's a puppet because it's muppets like have to be, be like Jim Henson things pretty much. Yeah. So kind of. it's a puppet. It might look like a muppet, but it's a puppet, and uh, he lives in a human world. <laughs> There's no other puppets. Because I've always liked the idea of films like just with like one puppet character, or the other way around, of like just one human character. Huh. Um, it might. I might even like. Have you seen Enchanted? That's the one with Amy Adams, the Disney movie where she's a cartoon and comes into the room? Yeah. Yeah. It. I feel like it would kind of be like that. Like he's just. He lives in like a puppet world, and everybody fucking hates so he's just kind of a loser uh-huh. um, and then he like wakes up in
1: this world and everybody like loves him because they're like it's a fucking talking puppet is, is the puppet world like a, like a magical like what you would think when you think puppet world where it's like wonderland or is it just boring and mundane it's, like, our it's world like boring it's and mundane but everyone's like even more of a dick than oh. in real life okay. so
0: it's just like like maybe they both take place in New York like there's Puppet New York and there's uh human New York. Okay. And Puppet New York is just like he like the first five minutes, he just gets like mugged. And it's like
1: and then he gets like fired for being late to his job because he got mugged. And he sits down in his chair, and then he flies into the different universe, right? Like in Howard the Duck. Like in Howard the Duck. Maybe I should just remake Howard the Duck. Yeah. That's can, what I'm hearing. He can pass by like Maybe a Puppet and I like and Howard the, the Duck like, so much. You can get the puppet boobs like you get the duck boobs in Hour the Duck. <laughs> I feel like that's why I like Howard the Duck so much. The duck. Because <laughs> he's just the only, like, duck.
0: Oh. Yeah, and the duck boobs. So, yeah, and then he learns, he goes on a journey of self-discovery. And then he, like, he's like, do you want to go back to your world? And he's like, oh, fuck that, what the fuck? And they're like, but haven't you learned anything about yourself? And he's like, Yeah, but I don't want to fucking go back there. It's shitty.
1: What if? What if?
0: By the way, I'm drinking a
1: monster energy drink with the subtitle Gronk.
0: That's disgusting. I bought it because it looked gross
1: and it tastes gross. (laughs) Uh, What if he, like, falls in love with a woman? Like, head over heels, and he's like, I want to live, like, you know, the fucking standard American dream. You and me in a house, you know, fucking will have kids. But then it turns out they can't have kids because he's a puppet. I thought you were just going to say, because he's infernal. I mean, <laughs> maybe that could be like, but he doesn't tell, he'd tell her. he go to the doctor's he office. He doesn't tell her. And then
0: she gets pregnant. And he's like, what? What do you mean? How did she get pregnant? And then it just shifts into this entirely different. He's just movie. like suspicious every like, entire fucking movie. And he's just like, well, I'll fucking know if it's mine as soon as she gives
1: birth, because is it gonna be puppet or not? She just like always like, every, like, she makes sure he's out of their room or like does something to fucking get him so he's not looking when it's born, and she just like takes some of the blood. And she just, like, puts, like, ventriloquist dummy lines on the baby's <laughs> <Holy> mouth. shit. <laughs> I thought
0: mean, you were going to
1: just say, yeah, she just fucking puts glue on him and just puts, like, felt. <laughs> How funny would it be if, uh, Jeff Dunham was the baby? <laughs> no, but you just, I'll take what you just said and I'll add it to mine and I'll mix it up. What if, uh, like so he's like a puppet but what if we like never see his bottom half and it turns out he's like a hand puppet but like the like finale of the film she's like I've been cheating on you all along with the fucking guy who's puppeteering him yeah and And he's just like what and he like looks under and it's just Jeff Dunham underneath (laughs) He's like, yeah! But have this
0: whole movie be, like, relatively, like, bleak and, like, intense and, like, non-comedic at all, and then it just ends like that. Oh.
1: That would piss off so many people, but it'd be so funny. (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: Alright, so that was my idea. (laughs) Yeah, you
1: want to start since... Yeah,
0: so we'll just, we're continuing on our thing of starting with the classic film so my film was uh creation of the humanoids which came out 62 by a guy named fucking uh naruto? No, naruto his name i want to say barry yeah wesley barry and i honestly i feel very similar things of this movie and how I feel about Under the Silver Lake, like well, not like that they're like similar movies, just like my feelings are very similar. But I don't know, like I I like the movie, like I, I enjoyed it. Like before we get into anything, like I I enjoyed it. I can say that much.
1: I think it was okay, maybe I, uh. See, I have a hard time with this movie because I I was, like, looking it up because I was, like, trying to pinpoint without, like, diving too deep into it. This is is a very, like, Philip K. Dick type movie where it very much focuses on, like, human consciousness and, like, AI and stuff like that. Uh, And, uh, I was trying to pinpoint, like, where ideas like that, like, originated, like, what time period. Uh, Because this predates uh, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep, which is I know that, like, at least
0: some of the stuff is, like, pretty new. But, yeah,
1: it it tended to predate most of the sci-fi that I would, like, typically call it out for being, like, oh, it's kind of ripping this off. But it's like, oh, this came out, like, three years before that. Hmm. And I, 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 I in feel terms like of, that's
0: where most of my enjoyment comes from. Like, this is some, like, advanced shit for, like, this time period, in the
1: sense of, like. But, uh, my overall gripes are. I don't think it's as well cooked as, like, obviously, you see, it's, like, an earlier iteration of that idea. It's not as, like, well developed, in my opinion. And, uh, this movie was fucking just 90% dialogue. Yeah. Which I I don't necessarily have a problem with, but, like, I swear, there was, like, a fucking seven-minute scene that was, like, just the same fucking shot of, like, the fucking three clickers talking about their plan, just a big exposition dump, and I was just like... (laughs) And they just kind of go over it again later. Yeah, and it's like, they'll keep talking about it, and it's just like, I get it, I, 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 I understand. Um, so, the, the basic plot of this film, it's,
0: when you boil down to it, it's a pretty fucking basic plot. Yeah. Um, in the future, uh, we go through an atomic war. And something like ninety five percent of the human population is wiped out, or something a a ton, like almost everyone is wiped out. And
1: those who are remaining uh, are having declining birth rates because of the because of radiation radiation. and
0: all that shit. Um, So to help with that, to remedy that, to rebuild society, they have robots that they can fuck pretty much. They can artificially inseminate. And kind of stuff like
1: that. Um, and just, they, they do, they're like robots. They do whatever you want, pretty much. Like, yeah. Because um, it's they, about. They said that there's like a billion type of robots, and the humanoid ones are like only composed about 20% of them. Yeah. So, um, so th- it's about how like they had these robots, but then
0: they're like, humans might be more comfortable if they look similar to so, like, the first one, the the first iteration of the robot's, like, really goofy, like, the ones that you would think of, like, <laughs> with, like, giant tubes around its head and shit. Um, and then they, like, two iterations later, it's just, like, pretty much humans, but they're, like, gray. And they have, like, fucking... What what color? Uh,
1: the version I watched, they were, like, they're kind of light blue. Yeah, that's it. Like, uh... It's,
0: like, it's been a week since I watched it, so I'm like...
1: I watched it about a week ago, and then when I was at work tonight, uh, skimmed through it. I didn't skim through it. I played the entire movie again, but I just listened to it because I was uh, at work. Because it's a dialogue Yeah, but it's like I I knew what everybody looked like at that point, and I I they like travel to like maybe four different locations in the movie, so I was just like, eh. But uh, yeah. but they
0: make these. Robots look more humanoid, and then, of course, there's a group that's like fuck that
1: shit. Yeah, they're called uh,
0: like the, the Federation of, of Flesh or the Federation of Flesh, Flesh and Blood, and. which I'm like, that's a cool ass name. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, that's a cool name for these assholes, and they're just people. They're like, no, robots should look like robots. Yeah, they're basically that's, conservatives. That's pretty much their whole basis argument
1: people are like, I don't care. Yeah, because <laughs> they, they have a line in the movie that's like, they're always the groups that try to like stop the progression of like yeah. mankind and always try to like put a halt to any like progression.
0: What was the main character's name in the movie? Craigus. Craigus. The Craigus.
1: Oh. He's like, I don't have a first name. I just go by the wait yeah, There's like one scene where a guy's heckling him. He's like, Hey, I'm level eight. And the dude's like, Oh, I'm sorry, sir. Oh,
0: shit. I didn't know. <laughs> it's just like, what? But, uh. It's like in Spy Kids, when Junie's like,
1: level two access. Oh, yeah. And they're like, Oh, sorry, sir. Speaking of Spy Kids, they also have the really humanoid Spy Kids in that movie. They do. Oh. <laughs> I just remember that scene where he, like, tries, like, headbutting his sister, and he's like, oh, oh, I haven't watched Kids oh. in years.
0: So, Craigus is an asshole. He's an asshole. He, he's just like, no, robots are bad. And what happens is, uh, throughout a couple, a couple minutes of the movie, like, you find out that the robots are buying robots from the black market that don't have any, like, serial numbers. They aren't registered to anyone. And they and make they're, them look like they're making them recently look like,
1: deceased people.
0: Yeah, like, somebody will die, and without anyone knowing, like, before the death's recorded, they'll replace them with a robot. And But the robots won't know they're robots. Yeah, they'll
1: take, like... Because another so, thing that they explain is, like, the Federation of the Earth and Blood can, like, remove people's memories. Yeah, like, that's, that's They use it I, as a form of, like, punishment. Yeah, that they'll remove the memories. So I I think that's how they acquire people's memories, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. They don't uh, they don't have like all the memories. They explain that they just have like certain like hard fact memories. Yeah. So that was that was a weird
0: line when they're like, Yeah, memories are facts. I'm like, that's not true at all. People remember things wrong all the time. Yeah. Like that's not that doesn't even make sense. And they're because memories are there, through your point of view,
1: so that can't be factual. There is something else that they said about that line that, like, made me cringe, but I can't... It was something about, like, facts, but I can't remember what it was. Cause I was like, that's that's not what facts are. Like, I can't remember what it was. But um, the person that they they
0: find out about the the operation going on... There's this human doctor that's been helping the robots turn robots into like super humanoids that like look just like humans. Yeah. And they basically. Um, and they order the robot to like kill him. And to, to kill the human to like hide him. Um, or to. Is, is this like spoiler territory? Because this is like halfway through the movie. Yeah, we're in spoilers. She's fine. Okay. I know that's. I don't. Like, this I is think, a short movie. Yeah, it's only 75 minutes. So that's why I was kind of fine with the dialogue. Like, it it went. I don't think the film was. Like,
1: it didn't feel very slow. Because the like, film begins with, like, that little, like, introduction where they basically explain, like, the lore of the world. And then there's, like, just, like, bombs going
0: off and, yeah. like, this ethereal choir, like, singing. It's, so, like, Russian. Which I actually really like the soundtrack for the opening credits. Yeah, Like, it was so cool. we're like, Whoa! I was like, ooh!
1: Like, I like the intro a lot. Like, just bombs going off
0: and just like this weird, like choir. Just like,
1: ooh! Yeah, uh, and then basically it's the scene where they walk past Gregus and he's like, oh, oh, let me see your uh, codes or whatever. And then he comes across the woman whose name I can't remember Maxine. Maxine. Uh, who uh, becomes more mm. relevant later in the movie. And let me just say this. Bad character. I did not really like her. I I
0: thought, that first scene, I'm like, that, hey, maybe this actually will be a Yeah, because
1: that first scene, it's like, oh, okay, they established this about that character. And then the next scene, she's in. It's like, oh, nope, they just... Yeah, they just. The, uh, well, we'll get to that. Though. So um, <laughs> he sees these
0: two robots, and he figures out that one of them has a fake ID. The one that's been bought on the black. So that's how they track them down to this this warehouse where this doctor is turning people into or turning robots into human robots, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and he fucking gets yeeted on. Uh, the doctor pretty much has the robot kill him so that his memories aren't wiped out.
1: And then uh, the Federation finds them, and, and uh, basically they confront the human robot and they basically tell him he's a robot and he can't process it and he basically it goes fucking crazy and like shuts down. Yeah. Uh, and they,
0: they find out they're like, okay, so there are human robots
1: among us. Like, So, you know what would've been cool? We could've seen that scene where they tell him he's a robot and he shuts down. No. No, instead they just, they just, they just do tell us not, about yeah. it. <laughs> no, I, I would, I
0: genuinely, I generally agree with a lot of that. <laughs> um, so they're they're just like we're on the lookout for human robots kind of thing. They're they're trying to find ways of figuring out who they are. Okay. But then he also finds out that uh his sister is f- fucking a robot and is like in a long term relationship with this robot. Yeah, there's like
1: an ongoing trend where like people can like fill out sheets with questions. I think is like what it's supposed to be like. With a shit ton of like questions that gives like you a basis of like personality and ideas and traits, and then they basically like program a robot to be like your perfect compatible partner. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so she does this, and I, uh, I actually like, I really liked the scene with them.
0: Like, I thought it was one of the better yeah. written scenes, and I, th- I thought her as a character was really interesting, and also like really hypocritical, like, it was really interesting, because she's like, I just want a man that will, like, think for himself and treat me right kind of thing. And then she has a robot that's not thinking for himself, and she's like, ah.
1: Yeah, well, better than the fucking booze hound she was with before,
0: apparently. Yeah, and it's, like, obvious, it's like, she's been through trauma and, like, terrible relationships, it's like, no wonder. And, oh, one thing that's important to note is that the closer they become to being human, like, the robots that look exactly like humans, they have human emotion. Like, that's an important thing. Yeah. Um, So it'd be, like, more realistic. Like, it'd be more good. (laughs) More good? um, More good. If, like, the (laughs) human robots were the ones in these relationships, because they can think for themselves. Like, they can say no.
1: Yeah, but basically, uh, Creighton? is that his name? Craigus. Craigus! Yeah. Yes. It's like, what the... So Cragus goes and
0: confronts his sister, and they have this big discussion on the ethics of fucking robots. He's and like, I'm a, mem- I'm a high-ranking
1: member. And she's <laughs> like, I don't give a <laughs> shit. <laughs> He's like, this is gonna make me look bad. And she's like, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> you. you fucking warmongering piece of shit. She basically like is like, you and dad, you would have been fucking great if we lived in the days of war, but we don't, and now you have to fucking
0: deal with it. It's just like I, Robot starring Will Smith and Alan Tudyk. Yes.
1: Dude, that should be my pick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, Do you not like that movie? I haven't, I, I, I saw it when I was like a little kid. Did you think it was epic when you were a kid? I barely
0: remember. I used to love that
1: movie. I haven't seen it in a while, but I was like,
0: this movie's great.
1: It, it was like one of those movies that I didn't actually pay attention to when I was watching it when I was a kid, but I would like tune it in and out. Ah, uh, okay. They're like, robot! <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: anyway, so Craig just confronts that, and then uh, her friend comes over, Maxine, who is the woman we saw earlier, who like, when she was first introduced in her first scene, she's like, obviously very pro, like, robots. She's like, hey, I have no problem with these robots. Why are you bothering me, pretty much? Like, it was a small
1: scene, but it yeah, established like, her morals and her ethics, like, pretty well. And she's concisely. like, I'm not afraid of living with the robots. And Craig is just like, yeah, we're. Well. We're the reason to make sure that yeah, you don't have a yeah, reason to be. Rude. We're gonna keep it that <laughs> way. Yeah, something like
0: that. And, and like, but then the second scene she's in, which is this scene that her and her sister were or his, him and his sister were having this <laughs> argument. She's, she just becomes nothing. She becomes a not character.
1: Yeah, like, just, just a female. Love
0: she's just like she's sexy. And he's like, "Do you want
1: to have sex?" Like, yeah. That's literally it
0: she loses all her
1: morals yeah there there's like a scene where she's like or there's like a line she has where she's like i just don't understand your beliefs but i'll try cuz i want to be with you forever and it's like, like, well, just like what's the matter you fucking weirdo yeah cuz she and i get like the first scene like, where they like show like them meeting she, it seems like, like she not is into him not into them at all yeah and then they just like barely make eye contact in his sister's house and it's like they're both ready to go down to pound town and it's just like what the fuck what the fuck happened here and she just becomes like just the most fucking misogynistic yeah she's just like the depiction like, of a woman like that.
0: I I was like really enjoying some of the movie until that point like that like brought it down
1: like quite a bit for me. yeah and I was like boring Yeah, between her and so I wasn't really rooting for any of the main characters. Yeah, there it is.
0: Hey guys, welcome back to scream where we scream and you scream.
1: (laughs) Uh, We were gone, not that you could tell. We were gone for seven years. It's actually about half an hour.
0: Yeah, Uh, we were dancing. My roommate had to take a shower and I don't want to. The sounds of the waterfall in the background of the podcast. So, anyway, we're talking about how Maxine fucking sucks. Uh, Kragus is pretty bad. But then, here's what happens.
1: They're robots. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. That's
0: about the next thing that really happens.
1: It's revealed that they're both robots. Yeah, they both go for a walk where they basically, like, confess their love and express, oh, we want to be together. And then then basically... I think
0: they said that there's only 26, like, human, like, almost human
1: robots. There are six... uh, The dude who they made in the beginning was their 16th, because they say something like, these are... We've got six women and ten men, or something like that. So, like, out of, Uh,
0: And they're like... I think, oh, yeah, the robot that's fucking uh, his sister just starts, like, laughing.
1: Yeah, after they leave, and she's he's, like, what's so funny? He's, he's like, like, I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, he's like, sorry, it's hard to control my sense of humor circuit. It's a lot harder to control than the pain one. And She's like, what's so funny? And he's like, oh, it's the funniest form of comedy that you guys have. Irony, but I can't tell you why. And she's just like... Oh well, fuck you, then. Okay. Um, so it turns out that both of them died and are robots. Yeah. And
0: like, I'm, like, I, I was expecting Kravitz to be a robot. Like, I'm, like, this is what's gonna happen. I wasn't
1: expecting both of them. I'm, like, that's pretty funny. The second they were, like, falling off of, I knew it was the both of them. But, like, based off the first scene, I wouldn't have guessed that Maxine was a robot, but, uh... Yeah, because they're walking, they confess their love to each other, and the humanoids basically come out, and they're like, "Eh, come come with us, us. and then they take them back to the lair, where they basically, like, interview them in an unconscious form, and they talk about it, and they're basically like, oh, this is weird, we've never had, like, two of the robots interact, like, just what a coincidence that they came across each other and began to, like... Spark and I guess, I guess that kind of makes sense, but her character's a robot in the beginning too, yeah, uh, there was there was a
0: point where I'm like, well, maybe she wasn't a robot at that time, but I'm like literally only like a day has passed, yeah, like I doubt that because we would have seen her die, like like'm like it's impossible that she was not like yeah, she one, was a robot,
1: and they basically. Uh, after they shut him off in their little interview, one of the humanoids is like, I want to try an experiment. They seem different from the other ones. They've had more time to process. They've talked to each other. Let's just tell them they're robots. Yeah. And they do. And they're basically like, hey, remember when you were, like, taking a bath a week ago? And she's like, oh, yeah. He's you like, died. you died. Hey, remember when you were over here a week ago? Yeah. You died. He's like, oh, I guess I did. It's, it's like just like it works out better, and the the
0: the doctor from the beginning comes out, and he's now like a robot. He's young because he like, requested Yeah, him. he's young. That guy's forehead is gigantic. By the way, I'm he, just like
1: this guy looks he's, like a Crash Bandicoot villain. He's in all their stuff. I can't. I think he's in some Star Trek episode. He looks like he looks like a character. I I've definitely seen him in something before. um, I'm actually now that I've said that, I'm fairly certain he is in Star Trek somewhere.
0: But and then the movie just kind of ends. They're like, "Well, now we can." They're like, "We're gonna keep making robot humans."
1: Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. uh, The amount of like uh, humanoids like officially outnumber humans, which that whole concept didn't make sense to me in the first place because they say that there's over like a billion robots and human like 95% of humanity was wiped out and then they had like declining birth rates so that doesn't seem like there'd be like a billion of them left but i i don't know yeah there's i
0: some of the statistics in the film don't really line up but i'm like what's the future so maybe there's a bunch more people and they're like almost like wait no that still doesn't make sense um and and they figure out that like they they had found a way to like reproduce right at that, and that that's how the film pretty much ended, being like robots are now gonna reproduce by themselves, like yeah. robots are taking
1: over. next step in evolution.
0: And I mean, I like there there are some really interesting questions that arise from this film, just from the dialogue and the ideas that are presented. Like, hey, if you're in a robot body. Like what makes you human is the soul, and he's like he still believes in God and stuff, and he's like, well, does that mean that the existence of the soul is all in belief and stuff? And it's like, like these are interesting questions, and I think most of the things that I enjoy in the film are the the things that it tries to do. I mean, yeah. Like some of the some of the stuff it does succeed at, but then others uh, like just kind of fails, and I think that's mostly from. Uh, some pretty fucking awful acting.
1: Yeah. And I don't think there is a single performance on this where I was like, "Hey, that's that's pretty good." Like it was all pretty I feel like
0: the doctor was probably the best one, but
1: yeah. Like it wasn't anything. It was crazy. all basic yeah. run of the mill white people from the 60s acting. Yeah. And the first time I watched this, I had such a heart. I had no idea that Gregus wasn't the first like or because there's the robot they like make before. I thought that was Craig when as first watched the movie because, uh, you know, sixties and fifties, you know, all white like, dudes had the same fucking haircut a lot of
0: time too, which I thought was fun. Yeah, robots. Well, um, oh, fun fact about the film: Are you familiar with Andy Warhol? Yeah, uh, this was apparently like his favorite film. I'm hmm. like, That's really interesting. At least, like one of like his later exhibits in life, like had the caption like based on his favorite film, like Creation of the humanoids or some shit. And I'm like that. This is a movie that Andy Warhol would love, huh? Interesting.
1: interesting. I know that there was like a novel called Humanoids, but according to what I read about it, it has like nothing to do with the film.
0: One of my notes here just says, Cragus is afraid they will turn into Wally. <laughs> because there was the big thing about, like, if robots do everything for us, we're gonna be too lazy. And I'm like, what oh, is this fucking Wally? <laughs> we're
1: already too fucking lazy.
0: Oh! <laughs> There's another thing where they're talking about how, like, the robots shut down if they're revealed. And they say,
1: yeah, they re
0: died. Like they read
1: on. I don't remember that line, but that's fucking terrible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh um, my god. Yep, and then this says Maxine is the worst uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Those contacts that the Did clickers like wear... I, I I like the effect. Yeah. They they wear like like straight gray contact or like silver contact. Yeah. I was kind of like those look
0: like they're not.
1: They look same. painful. Yeah, because well, contacts back then, like for movie sets and shit, like were like I know when they uh filmed the first Evil Dead, which was years and years after this, not years and years, twenty, 20. years. Was Evil <laughs> uh, Dead One eighty two? Uh, they filmed it in the late seventies, but it was distributed in, like eighty one. Uh, but uh, when they made that movie, the contacts that they used basically blinded the actors; like they couldn't see at all when they wore those like white contact lenses. Yeah. So like. And apparently, they fucking hurt a lot. I heard,
0: uh, so I was a little like, "Are they okay?" <laughs> yeah,
1: because. I was, like, looking into the eyes of one of them because they, like, always have that, like, fucking, like, double chin, just, like, painful smile on their face and they've got, like, these bloodshot silver eyes and blue skin. It's an interesting look. Yeah, like, I'd I'd say that The look
0: itself was not, like, super, but I do like the eyes a lot.
1: Yeah, it's probably, like, what I could see being, like, the most, like, iconic thing about this movie would be the clickers designs. Yeah. I could see some, like, culty b-movie poster with like a trio of them like on the top and then like creighton maxine like not running because there's no scenes of action in this movie really i
0: feel like i i enjoyed the movie but it like and it was so dialogue heavy which i thought was fine but like it didn't have enough campiness to it to really be like a fun movie, so Mm -hmm. then it's just kind of dense, and a lot of it is just, like, ideas that don't really work all that well. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: But I still enjoyed the film overall. But it had a lot of (laughs) problems. Mm -hmm. What did you give the movie, Thomas? I give it a 4. I I gave it a 6. Our average today is a five out of ten. <laughs> uh, remember, if you wanted to watch it and you didn't get a chance to, it is on YouTube, and the quality's pretty good. Quality. Um, the version I watched was absolute shite, but
1: there's like six different uploads. Why,
0: did th- why didn't you use the one I linked you?
1: I probably initially did when I like first tried watching it, but okay, I mean,
0: maybe maybe I just I did watch it on a phone. I watched it on TV. So that I would probably have... be it. It's 360p. So watch it on a phone. Yeah. yeah.
1: It'll look a lot better if you do. Just because I was... Somewhere... The... Like, Under
0: the Silver Lake, I watched on a computer. Cause yeah. I I had it. Like, But
1: I was... Somewhere I was David out. Lynch is, like, screaming.
0: David Lynch, d- watch media wherever you want to watch it, okay, oldie? Fuck you. Phones are big now. Just kidding, I love your work, but phones are big now, so people... Mm, I, I'd I would, too.
1: I like his hair.
0: Anyway, Thomas, what was your pick again?
1: Under Uncle the Silver Lake. Directed by David Robert
0: Mitchell. David Robert Mitchell, yes.
1: Uh, he's the guy who directed It Follows. A great movie. Basic plot rundown. It's a dark comedy, neo-noir, mystery. (laughs) It's a a big genre blender. Uh, It basically follows Sam, who is played by Andrew Garfield. Uh, He's a weird guy. He's a fucking creep. Yeah, he's a creep. Uh, He's like
0: a fucking sex offender. He's like, I'm gonna watch
1: people naked. (laughs) Yeah. uh, And basically... He has this neighbor that he becomes uh, like Absolutely. slightly infatuated with. S- spends like a night with her and then she uh disappears and basically he's it becomes like a detective movie from that point and he kind of stumbles upon this bigger conspiracy trying to find out what happened to her. And uh, yeah, it's it's definitely a movie that goes down the rabbit hole. Uh, without spoiling anything, let's just quickly give our overall opinion and then jump right into spoilers because this is a movie that'll be extremely hard to talk about without spoiling it, and even
0: with spoiling it, it'll be fucking hard to talk about because it's it's a pretty fucking dense movie and it's like two and a half hours, right? It's really like, like it's two hours, hours and nineteen
1: minutes. minutes. Yeah. So and it it feels pretty long. Uh, um, I'm gonna say I only watched it the once.
0: I also. Have ones
1: just... I'm holding off, like, my true, true opinion until I watch it a couple more times, but based off, like, first impressions alone, I really fucking like this movie, and I can see myself potentially loving this movie upon later rewatches, perhaps. Like a
0: 30 out of 10, maybe?
1: I don't... I wouldn't say 30 out of 10. 29. Man. Like, I currently... I'm somewhere between an 8 and a 9, currently. In case you're curious. Uh, typically, I wouldn't give that away before we talk about the movie. But that's just kind of where I'm sitting. Who knows? Maybe the discussion will sway me to think about some things that I didn't initially yeah. think about. And I might give it a fucking seven. Or perhaps a five. A uh, three! No! That's it! This movie gets a zero. Um. Um, I like...
0: Honestly, I told this to Thomas before we started. But I feel very similar emotions about how I feel about creation of the humanoids with this film. I feel like I really like the themes, and I like a lot of, like, sequences in the film, but I also have a lot of problems with some of the things that we'll get into, so I enjoy it, but only just. Spoilers! Spoilers, guys. Andrew Garfield is a fucking creep.
1: I already said that. Okay, so... uh... Okay, plot rundown. down. Okay here Juan I took I took notes so I can get us a certain amount of the way with some pretty detailed notes uh let's see how bad my notes are I have uh let's see okay oh yeah so the I thought this film was going to take place in the 70s off the opening shot because it begins in that coffee shop in the it's modern day it's actually not it takes place it in, in 2011 does it Yes. How did you... Does it say that? It says it on one of the news scenes. Huh. Uh, they give, like, a date, and it says 2011.
0: I don't... I don't know. I don't know if the drones in 2011 were that good yet.
1: It's... Yeah. I... Maybe. I I mean, I'm sure drones were that good. I just don't know if they were available for the public that good off Amazon at that point. But, uh... They might have been. I don't fucking know. I didn't have a drone in two thousand eleven. Topher
0: Grace. Um.
1: Uh, I fucking love that scene. By the way, I <laughs> I like dark comedy, and that scene made will have my fucking ass off. But we'll get to that scene. So it begins with him in the coffee shop. He's staring at like his employee wearing like a Jim Morrison T-shirt, scrubbing off a "Beware the Dog Killer." graffiti off of like the coffee shop window and then he like walks home to his apartment a squirrel falls looks up at him and then dies (laughs) i love it i love that so much (laughs) it's such like a
0: fake looking squirrel too it's so great Oh. Uh, it was pretty dumb, but I also enjoyed it. I was uh, just like, what the fuck is this, like, little puppet they got going on?
1: Yeah, and then basically, uh... So, yeah, he... He keeps he, he on his neighbor, uh, because he's got, like, a topless old lady neighbor with some birds, and then, uh, he notices, I Sarah? Uh, Sarah. ah. Uh, s- yeah, he notices Sarah, like, down by the pool with her dog, Coca-Cola. Uh, and he's, like, you know, peeping on her. We get a nice rear window reference with a certain shop where he's, like, holding binoculars. I mean, Disturbia, yeah. starting to <laughs> Yep.
0: Uh. And then he brings, uh, he randomly pulls out dog treats and gives it to her dog. No, you're jumping a bit here. You're jumping nope. a bit here.
1: That's a little bit later. Fuck you. Uh, what happens next is she catches him peeping. And he goes, ah! And ah! he, and he runs into his apartment where his uh, actress friend comes over. And, oh,
0: yes. uh. They... Was she an actress?
1: Yeah. I thought she was a prostitute. No. I'm pretty sure. I think she was supposed she to be an actress.
0: It. Well, I know she said, like, role, but I'm like.
1: Maybe I mean, given the rest of the film, I wouldn't be surprised. But I at least up until the point in which she exited the film, prostitutes hadn't like been like super heavy in the plot at that point, so it didn't really cross my mind. But I'm pr- I'm pretty sure she was supposed to be an actress. But uh, she comes over, they fuck watching the news, uh, where they announce that. Uh billionaire is missing, like a local yeah. billionaire. Jeff Bezos missing. Yeah, it was it was some name. I I didn't write the guy's name. Uh, uh
0: what a dumb name.
1: I wanna say it started with like a J or a B. It was like Jeff Oler. Yeah, but uh they talk about the first time uh Oh, Billionaire Mogul. Apparently I didn't write his name. Billionaire Mogul? Well, I wrote one of his names. Mogul is his name.
0: Mogul's not a name. Is it not? Fuck, I don't Mogul's know. Mogul's like, I'm a mogul. I don't know. I don't, unless his name was Mogul, which is amazing. Jefferson I, Sevens. Oh. My bad. I'm
1: just a dumbass. <laughs> uh, you wrote down mogul and then forgot the <laughs> definition of the word mogul. Well, I didn't look up the definition when I wrote it down. So, <laughs> ah. Uh, okay. Uh, so we talk about masturbating because he pulls out like that you know his, his, play, his father's old Playboy magazine that and he's like, what's the
0: first thing you
1: masturbated to and,
0: I always love hearing stories about that because yeah,
1: yeah. I'm like it's so fucking weird she said uh, Charles in Charge I don't even know what that is it's an old sitcom it's... <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah alright Thomas what about you Uh, I don't want to disclose that here.
0: What the fuck? Dude! (laughs) What? Dude!
1: What? What is it? I'm not gonna fucking. Bright Night? Yeah, it was frightening. Was it Eddie? (laughs) No. Uh, (laughs) Okay. It was obviously Jerry Dandridge. That man is
0: smooth as. Obviously Jerry Seinfeld.
2: Jerry.
0: Hey! I'm Jerry Seinfeld! (laughs) I'm in the B movie! I dated a 17-year-old once! You did that too?
1: Probably. I mean, when no. You
0: were... so, I, don't know.
1: I dated a 16-year-old when I was in high school,
0: but she Jesus. wasn't 17. Well, well, yeah, but she was 17 sometime. And she was sometime, yes. Don't so. miss.
1: <laughs> uh, not when we dated, though.
0: Anyway! So yeah, he's missing, and then he goes and... After after she, they have sex, she leaves, and then he goes and uh, eats dog treats to the girl's dog,
1: right? Well, uh, she basically, after they, like, talk about the masturbating, and she, like, pulls up the playboy, she comes across a big stack of crazy conspiracy papers that he hides from her frantically, and that becomes a little key point later on. It just kind of, it's a telling sign that this dude's Crazy conspiracy nut. Uh and then he goes to the comic shop where he finds the Ah
0: oh, yes, he he uh, what's the comic's called under the silver lake, right?
1: It might be. I I think so. And then he's like, Hey, who's
0: this body? He like asks the guy and he's like, Yeah, local dude's like, Hey, if I give you five bucks, can you slide me slide his num slide my number to him? And he's like, I no, he's like, come on, man, I'm a big fan. He's like, fine, but don't fucking give me five dollars. Just keep your money, you fucking weirdo.
1: And then he so, basically—that's when he. And
0: then he goes home, and then he feeds the dog. Truth to his, his lady friend. Yep. And then they fuck. Like that's. She's like, you want to come inside? He's like, sure. So like, you want to smoke weed? He's like, sure. And then they, and then they don't. fuck. Like, do they kiss? Uh,
1: they're. They... I don't remember them kissing. They're hanging out. Yeah, they're yeah. they're like in bed. They're like playing footsie while watching uh, "How to Marry a Millionaire," which is clearly her favorite movie because they're watching it. She's got like the dolls. There's like fucking posters for it up in like yeah. the background. Speaking of which, his his uh, Sam's apartment is like caked in like classic posters. This movie's like packed to the brim with like old. Film references, which I really liked. That was one of the things that I really liked about this movie. Oh, the there's a
0: scene. Um, it's in the comic shop right at the beginning, and it's like this run up like shot. Yeah, and I'm yeah just, like yeah. And I'm like, there's a ton of like shots in the film that remind me of like eighties horror, or, like eighties or nineties. There's
1: a shot. Like. I don't remember exactly what point it happens at in the movie, but it reminds me of like a film from like the thirties, because like uh sam's head like comes into frame and it's clear that the background was not shot on the same location but it kind of gives that like same effect when they used to like project uh,
2: yeah.
1: backgrounds and have like app record actors in front of them like in front of like a projector and a screen uh so yeah that that, that was cool like I, I liked a lot of like the Cool uh, throwbacks to, like, old movies and, like, old directors. There was lots of, like, Hitchcock references. And, uh, like... The show was great. The the film teetered on some, like, pretty, like... At points, it reminded me of, like, David Lynch. At other points, it kind of... Not like a whole lot, but kind of reminded me of Holy Mountain. Like, the, oh no, that's it, the, I was
0: gonna say. It reminded me of, the last half definitely reminded me of Holy Mountain a lot. Yeah, it it's like just I, a big, there's a lot of Jodorowsky like influences, at least that what
1: from what I saw. Yeah, this is just like a big like just fucking mix of a bunch of different like great directors and movies. But uh, yeah, basically. She has some friends who arrive, and they're like,
0: "Oh, time!" And she's like, "Okay, we gotta go." But yeah, and she back. starts he's acting like. Want to like... go to a bar? And he's, she's like, "No, we'll come back tomorrow afternoon." He's like, "Okay." There's like, a pirate there, and the then he starts leaving, and there's a pirate.
1: Yeah, he's like, "That's fucking weird." Because uh, the the friends announce, like we brought a guy over for you or something like that, and then he just goes to bed, right? And then no, he- this is. Immediately after he leaves, it looks like he's going somewhere else, and this is the scene where the, like, group of, like, 12-year-olds are, like, going around oh, and keying Oh, shit, cards. yeah, he's
0: walking around, and he, like, goes to his car, and it's, like, the, there's a dick
1: drawn on it, with, and like, it's like, keyed on like, yeah, and they like key the side of it, and it's a and it's a likes, nice
0: car. And he like goes to like the door, and there's like gum on the door. And, and
1: he like just looks up the street, and there's like a group of twelve year olds who are. He sees them like keying other cars, so he like he like goes stealthily up and starts like beating the shit out of them. Yeah, he beats the shit out of one of them. He like just gut punches one other one, and then there's one like way one down who the gets away. And But, like, two of them are on the ground, and this is the point where I was like, oof, this guy is not a good guy. I had my (laughs) suspicions before, but that was the scene that, like, cemented that he's going to be going down some really dark paths in the movie. Which, he does. Uh, The, in... Oh, I get it, because he's in the
0: park, that one scene, and there's not a lot of light. So it's a dark path. Uh,
1: Yeah, there are lots of dark scenes uh i was super, like there were some scenes that i remember like being like oh this is like an effective like kind of horror scene where they like the atmosphere of like
0: dude th- there, there is like a park scene like the park scene where there's just people standing there i was like oh fuck yeah or the uh, owl woman We'll get to that oh yeah and i was
1: like what the fuck uh yeah let's see Uh, After that, he goes home and he reads the Silver Lake comic, which uh, basically reveals uh, that Silver Lake and uh, the uh, east side of L.A. used to be a place called uh, Edendale, which used to be a silent movie lot uh, where they shot silent movies. And I looked it up. I had no idea before this movie, but that's true. I thought that was cool. I never knew that. That's cool. I, I don't know much about like, where things are from. So... Deep L.A. Yeah. history, because no, I'm not from there. Uh, But, uh, basically uh, the comic explains that at one point there was a dude years after it you know, wasn't Edendale. Uh, he like looked in his basement and he found like, a can of film, played it, found an old like famous actor who taped his suicide and he was like holding up a big sign that said no one will be happy here until all the dogs are dead, which is believed to be the uh, thing that inspired the modern day uh,
0: dog dog killer.
1: And, uh... Let's see. Let's see. Then he shoots himself. Uh, Apparently the man was jealous of the backstory they give him is he was jealous of, uh, animal actors, specifically one called Teddy the Wonder Dog. Uh. <laughs> which I love, I love that. Uh. And, uh, the man who found the film claims that his house was, like, used to train stun animals. Uh, and then he has, like, this dream sequence where he's, like, on a walk. And, uh, he, like, finds, like, a trail of dog treats. And it leads to... I'm pretty sure the dude who, there's, there's a man who's dressed up like Sarah, who was eating.
0: Who was the guy, though? It was, um,
1: it was somebody he had just seen. See, I paused and I looked, and I had no idea who it was. Like, I, I was looking at it, and I'm like, is it this guy? Is it this guy? But I wasn't able to figure out who it was, but I didn't spend a whole lot of time on it. Uh... But, uh, he, uh, he's, like, eating who I presume is supposed to be the billionaire?
0: I think so. I love that. And then right afterwards the body yeah dragged
1: into... I love that. It, like, splits and, like, uh... And it's dragged off. Yeah, and, uh... But d- does the dude start barking? Yes. Okay. I couldn't remember. There's a lot of people who just start barking in this movie. Uh... But, uh... Yeah, basically... Oh, fuck. This is gonna become a lot more unclear as soon as I run out of notes, because this movie has got a lot going on in it. I'm pulling up the Wikipedia plot synopsis. Uh, he wakes up, finds the girl moved out overnight when he confronts his landlord, because her apartment's, like, empty. And, uh... He, like immediately, like, goes and, like, jumps through her fucking window, finds a box of her belongings, smells a dildo that's in there, because it's a a psychopath. Uh, then he, like, takes a picture out of the box of her. Uh, then Then one of her friends is, like, coming in, so he, like, puts it back and jumps out the window and watches, and there is a, like, symbol, like, up in the, like, top corner of the room that he can see, which he later finds out is... Hobo code. Yeah. Which is uh like code that was used commonly amongst uh rail workers and uh homeless people in the thirties. Uh and it basically says uh Oh fuck. what does it say? Like uh, Don't worry, like look the other way. No, basically ignore
0: uh, this. No, it's um don't don't say anything. Or don't something
1: yeah. like that. Yeah. So something akin to like keeping quiet. Shut up, don't Yeah,
0: keep quiet. What's the exact words?
1: Okay. Uh so basically So then he follows the lady. Yeah, he he follows them to a few different places. They eventually end up on like a like a boat, like a pedal boat. Yeah. Uh and the
0: pirate shows up.
1: Yeah, and then they basically like give the box of uh her belongings. To the pirate guy who just runs off with it afterwards. <laughs> like, he, like, pops out behind a tree. And, of course, uh Sam is, like, also on the water. So he can't, like, chase him down. He's like, ah, oh, ah, oh, ah, oh, fuck. So then he continues to
0: follow the girls. He follows him to a party. Where Jimmy Simpson is there. Jimmy Simpson? Yeah. Are you not familiar with the actor, Jimmy Simpson? He's, uh... He's in fucking, uh... It's
1: oh, the McPoyle brother. Okay, yeah. I was about to bring him up. I don't know him by name, but I should learn his. What's it? Jimmy Simpson. Jimmy Simpson. Okay, got it. He's e. in Zodiac. Jimmy Neutron, ex Homer Simpson. Yeah, I know he's in. He's in like the last, like he's in the final scene of Zodiac, isn't he? I think so. Yeah. Uh, he's he's in a few things. I've I've been seeing him more in like a lot of like the more indie movies that I like. Uh. So he always plays like this same kind of like he never plays like a normal character, though. his characters are always like off, <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh,
0: but yeah, they go to this weird elite party. There's a band playing called Jesus and the Brides of Dracula, uh, and then there's a, a woman dancing with balloons. she's dancing pretty poorly. <laughs> But they're all like, "Whoa!" Yeah, it's like this is what rich white people
1: do all day. And then uh, he finds the trio of girls that he's been following. He he, follows, he like stalks them in a pool, and he's like hiding behind a beach ball, and he's like was
0: two feet funny. away from that was him.
1: hilarious. Yeah, that part was pretty funny. Uh, and then he follows one of them into the bathroom, and
0: he. Like, hey, do you know this girl? And, and she, she spits in his face. And, and he's like, like what, what the heck?
1: What Why the fuck? I'm serious. And he like, grabs her on the arm and, and she sh- like knees him in the groin. And then a trio of uh, women come in. And, and they're they,
2: like, get the fuck this out. This is the
1: women's bathroom. And they start barking at him like dogs. He's like, I'm sorry. He's just like, he's just like, down on the ground and he looks. He's like, what the fuck? And then he leaves that environment, obviously. And he comes across his friend. Where they basically use that as the point to uh, convey that the millionaire was yeah, found.
0: The there's a news report that comes on. The billionaire was found dead in a burned car, in a car with three, three women, prostitutes, or who they assume to be prostitutes. And then there there's the hat that Sarah is wearing in the photo.
1: There is also uh, they say that in one of the purses that they found, they found. The body of a dog, which is the breed of dog that she had. It's a. I'm gonna butcher the pronunciation of this, but it's a Bichon Frise, I think. I I don't. I don't. I can't. I don't know. A dog. It B I C H O N F R I S E. Uh. But yeah. Uh. So the next
0: major thing that happens
1: is he meets up
0: with. He's walking in the park. And he gets a call from... The author. The author of uh, the
1: Under the Silver Lake. Yeah.
0: And he's like, hey, can we meet up sometime? While also, like, hearing noises behind him, because it's the middle of the night. And the author's like, yeah, sure, come on by tomorrow. And then he, like, t- gets off the phone, and he turns around, and there's just somebody standing in the darkness.
1: And he, like, freaks and out. And he, like, starts running, and he sees another person. He's like, ah! Hides in some bushes at his apartment, and then gets sprayed by a skunk. Yes. Uh and then he sees the news report that where he like holds up the picture and confirms that like it's Sarah's hat that was in the fire. That's where he like sees like he makes that connection. And then he has his uh actress slash potential prostitute friend who uh her name is Ricky something. She's gonna be in the new Ryan Johnson movie, but she is oh, uh, also fuck. in a TV show that I like called uh, Garbuncle and Oats, which mm. is it's like a Tenacious D, Fly to the Concords kind of like duo comedy band that she does with a, fuck, what's that actress's name? S- something Makuchi? She's in Raising Hope. Uh, you might recognize, I don't know how into sitcoms you are. Have you watch Scrubs at all? I know she was on, she dated a Teddy's character for like an episode on Scrubs, I think. I don't know. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, here, let, let me pull a picture of just Garfunkel on you'll recognize, uh, the, uh, actress when you see her, I'm sure. That's,
0: okay. um, Well, as you're doing that, but, uh, so yeah, they, they talk, he's trying to like, scrub himself clean. Oh! Okay, I love her. Mm-hmm. She's great. Um. It's a great show. Really she's a nerd. watching. I'm fucking nerd. Yeah. Um, so then he goes to the author's house
1: the next day. Yeah, and he's got um, a shit ton of life masks on those, the wall.
0: And I said, I don't care who the fuck you are. If you have life masks on your, your wall in your house, I'm leaving.
1: I don't know. I thought about picking up a couple after seeing this movie. That It's creepy. I think if they were death masks, it would be creepier. I don't see.
0: Having, like, casts of people's faces just on your wall is... At least a little I reason. I
1: think the extent that he had, yes. But I think it'd be pretty cool to, like, if you, like, stumbled across... Like, let's say you're at, like, an auction or something, and you stumble across, like, something, like, really old and cool. I'd be like, you know, I'll get a fucking life mask. If Masks I...
0: are haunted, sorry. I'm just not, not going to go for a mask. Anyway, this guy's crazy. Like, he's... Like, if you think that Andrew Garfield's character is into conspiracies and stuff, it's like, oh... This guy's like, yeah, all my comics are real. Uh, the owl woman is after me, yeah, and he the... goes on to tell a story about how like this woman uh, who has like the face of an owl, or like she wears the the face of an owl. I'm not.
1: uh so she's a naked woman who wears a mask of a taxidermy owl, yeah. and she's and like she murders people. Yeah, supposedly she's responsible for dozens of deaths in uh the L.A. basin, but uh. None of them go, like, reported by the, like, mainstream media. And uh, it's believed by the author that she is part of a long-standing American cult that has origins in uh, trade and financing. Uh, it's the Illuminati. Uh, essentially. He's the
0: Illuminati assassin.
1: Uh, and, yeah, so basically... And then he shows... He
0: shows Andrew Garfield a little hidey hole he has. Yeah. Which which... is behind, like, a wall panel that he takes out, and it's, like, just this little crawl space with, like, security cameras hooked up all over his house and little TVs, and a box of cereal that was called, like, Space Stones or some shit. Yeah, and some, he's some, like,
1: some box of cereal that has like a map, and, and it's
0: from like the '50s or some shit. And he's, he's like, like, "I, it's I like, bought this from a rare
1: collector, and, like, and yeah. I can tell that this has been the key, the answer to my life, to my life's work." And he's just like, e- even Andrew Garfield, who has been getting deeper and deeper down the conspiracy rabbit hole at this point, is like, and he's like,
0: "Are I'm you what? sure?" And he's like, "Yeah, this map, it's to scale." And I'm just like. What okay? <laughs> like it's it's a to scale map of uh,
1: LA. Yeah. yeah. And, and
0: I'm just like that's coming up later. It definitely does, but I was
1: like, what the Yeah. Day? So basically after that point, uh fuck, I this movie's so dense. We're like only at like the hog and like forty minute mark around this point. Yeah, the next I mean you you want to just like start kind of chopping it up and yeah, like, talking more lightly about it. The next thing that like the big thing that happens
0: is eventually the guy dies. Like, yeah, the uh, author I, author dies, and the police are like, "It was a suicide." And Andrew Garfield's like, "Okay." And instead of showing the police that there's like security footage, he's like, "Okay," and then he sneaks in.
1: Well, he he's a conspiracy nut. He probably yeah. thinks that the police yeah. killed him. Which so oh, he if, like who he, knows maybe they were like are he you, sneaks you in close, and he right?
0: sees footage of this owl. Yeah. And, you know, it's pretty good. Like, it's, like, a weird
1: walk. Like, yeah, like she, like, things. she notices the security cameras. Um, she looks right at him. Yeah. And he's like, oh. Uh, so. He takes the box of cereal, gets the fuck out of there. Uh,
0: and then he, he's he been trying to crack this code in this, these uh, uh, songs by Jesus and the Bride of Dracula. Yeah.
1: Who is it that he hears from... Because it's not the balloon lady, but he hears from somebody that they, they've, they like, incorporated, like, a secret message in it. Was it the prostitutes? No, I think it was, I think it was, uh, the McPoyle brother, because he's like, yeah, it was, because I remember thinking his line was really funny, because he's like, yeah, I was talking to somebody, and they said that the album has a message in it, and it's, he's like, a secret message, and it's like, he said, message, what? but... And he's like, yeah! Um, so
0: he's been trying to, like, crack this code, and eventually he, like, he figures it out. It's
1: it's based on, like, s- the amount of, like, syllables well, that are... Like, he
0: looks at the letters of... He yeah. looks at the number of letters in each word on... in the first song, I think, or, like, the title song, and he takes those letters, so he goes, like, three, four, five, three, two, one, and what he does is he'll look at the um the album like description or like the track listing? Something like that. Um or I think it's the about, like the bio for the band. And he like traces, he looks at each of those letters. So he's like, the third letter. And then he's like, after that, five letters after that. And he makes this big message that's like Uh
1: Rub I forget the actor's Rub name. on. But there's like a statue of a D
0: Rub, rub on Dean. J- yeah, yeah. Rub Dean's head,
1: and then and sit under, under, yeah, wait under Newton, Newton,
0: and he like figures out that it's like this yeah, observatory there, or some shit. Yeah, there, there's some place in L.A. where, where he like happen. he like rubbed the head of James Dean, and then he like just sat under Isaac Newton's statue for like four hours, and then and then suddenly here's up where this they're... mountain up this hill comes. <laughs> A homeless man it, with a, like, a cape and a, like, Burger King crown. And he's like, I'm the homeless king. <laughs> I'm the king of the homeless. He's I'll, like, follow me. And he, like, blindfolds him. I'll take you where you've been looking to go. And he blindfolds him and leads Andrew Garfield. To an
1: underground bunker.
0: To to this, this underground cave system. And he's like, okay, keep going. And he closes the door behind him. And Andrew Garfield just starts walking. And he like he finds
1: this like bunker,
0: <coughs> and he's like, oh.
1: he's like it's a bomb shelter, yeah. Which becomes a uh, and then he and, and later then he keeps we find out
0: Crawling up and he goes and he comes out into like a store.
1: Yeah, it's like he behind uh the milk aisle of a and grocery he's like, store. I'm gonna drink some milk. Yeah, he just steals some milk and drinks. <laughs> Which I mean to be fair if i if I went through that i I probably wouldn't have gone for the milk because i I'm like lactose intolerant and then throughout
0: this uh the movie, he's heard these passing moments of uh, mentions of this guy named the songwriter, and he remembers that uh this this prostitute slash act slash actress that he had met had like said something about a party at a songwriter's house, and when he confronted Jesus from Jesus and the Bride. Yeah, there's the bride a scene where he, where he beats follows him in him. while
1: he's taking a shit and beats the shit out of him. He's like, tell me about the ghosts He's
0: like, dude, why are you beating me up? And he's like, I didn't even write them." And he's like, well, then who did? He's like, I don't know. He's
1: Anonymous. Just, they, they, they just
0: said, said that the they would break songwriter. my record deal if I didn't you know,
1: play these songs. The,
0: play the songs by the songwriter. And he's like, the songwriter.
1: And basically so the idea his... is like every hit song has been written by
0: yeah, he finds this gated community uh, that the yeah. balloon girl led him to. Uh, the or one of the uh, one of the
1: three. He goes back to the prostitute because uh, he had met a couple of prostitutes who were like in this indie film because he's like at a screening. He meets them. Uh, they're with like this dude and like uh, this like Native American. That was I fucking hated that guy. <laughs> <laughs> was the I saw him. I'm like, he's with the pirate. I know he is. And then they get into a limo with the pirate.
0: And Uh, then they were, they had been leaning on the grave of Hitchcock.
1: Yeah. Uh, And uh, he later, there's like a scene where he's like jerking off and he comes across uh, an ad that has the two girls from the movie in it and he calls and requests one of the girls where she tells him about the party. And then at that point where he beats up the dude, from Jesus Christ and the Bride of Dracula, he, like, immediately exits. He goes up to the prostitute. He's like, hey, you want to take me to that, like, big stone house that you were telling me about? And she's like, sure. And then her, her other prostitute friend, and the balloon lady all accompany him to just, like, the fence. And then he just starts climbing up. He's like, bye. And they're like, well, bye. And then he just
0: walks into this house, and there's just a guy at the piano going, yeah, she's coming in. <laughs> and he's just playing the piano, and I love this scene. I loved it.
1: This is the scene where I'm not entirely sure how I felt about it. I loved.
0: I think I loved the execution at least, like the way that this songwriter was like telling this weird story about it. He's like, I've made all of the hit songs for the past forty years, and he's like playing and talking, and he's like changing up each. He's like, song. I wrote this. I wrote this. And I wrote this. I, I wrote I'm this. Just like, I I don't know. I just the way he was playing and how fluid it was of the changing of the songs yeah. I really just enjoyed.
1: There's a part where he starts talking, he's like, every song you ever know, and it's playing, like, <laughs> where is my mind? And he's like, I wrote everything you are. And it's just like, there's like a, there's like one point, because he's like playing songs like all the way back from like the 50s, and I swear, there's a part where he starts playing Ode to Joy. It's like, how old is
0: this guy? <laughs> is he supposed to be immortal? And then, uh, he's like, you aren't supposed to be here. Pretty much, like
1: the, the, the message wasn't yeah, meant The for code you. wasn't for you. And Andrew Garfield's like, "Fuck you." Yeah, and, and then, basically the dude starts making fun of a uh, uh, Kurt Cobain, who uh, is. We see like a Nirvana poster like over his bed when he's fucking his friend, like in like the second scene of the movie. And uh, here we are. The, the Playboy album is kind of reminiscent of a. Uh, Nevermind the album with the baby who's swimming. Yeah, uh, that's kind of reminiscent of that. And basically, yeah, he Ooh. ends up getting angry with this guy because the dude's like, You're not worthy! And, then and he then, like smashes his fucking basin well, with the car. Well, there's like a gun battle. For, yeah, like, well, this he, guy's he,
0: like trying to shoot him, and Andrew Garfield's like hiding behind all these instruments, and, like, and then. He, like, pulls out another gun, and Andrew Garfield, like, grabs a guitar and fucking smashes his face in and just keeps doing
1: it. And, like, his face gets all cratered in. I love that effect. Uh, Did it bother you that the uh, actor for the old man was clearly not an old man? Or at least not that old. Like, he was wearing makeup. I...
0: No, because I don't know. Like it just kind of added to like the fantastical element. I I, I, I agree. Scene, I agree with you there. because I'm like this guy's not. He, I feel like he's not supposed to be like real. Like he's supposed to be like I'm immortal or like I'm ungodly old. That I don't even look real anymore. So I was fine with it. Yeah. Uh, because and then this is about the point where I started like really enjoying the movie. I think. Because it
1: got more like fantastical, yeah. Uh, Cause it's this point where he, God, I don't, I don't remember how exactly he gets there, but he ends up at the billionaire's house and he like goes in and talks with his daughter.
0: I don't think he's at her their house. I think okay. I think
1: she's just at another uh, it, party. Okay, well he's at a party. Um, uh, and, yeah, he meets Millicent Sevens, which is Jefferson's daughter. Um, uh, there, I forget the actress's name, but there's like an actress who keeps coming up. Uh, there's, uh, his mother calls him at the beginning of the movie. Oh, like, uh, G- G- Judy. It's, like, an old uh, silent movie actress. Uh, I want to say it was, like, Grace somewhere, maybe? Two. But, uh, and she keeps, like, reappearing, because, like, uh, there's, like, a scene in the very beginning of the movie where she's like, oh, this movie's gonna be on cable tonight, and he's like, mom, I don't have cable, and then she calls him uh, later, because there's a Different scenery he's chasing one of Sarah's friends through like a graveyard, but it's like after he like ate a drug, like a a cookie, like a weed was... cookie that was too strong, and he ends up like passing out like right in front of her grave. And he wakes up to a call from his mother, who's like, "I taped that movie for you, and I'm sending it to you. Do you have a VCR?" And he's like, "Yeah, I've got a VCR." And she's like. I just feel this special connection to her. I, is that weird? He's like, no, it's not weird, Mom. It's a little weird. It depends. Depends on how far you take it. If, if you're like, I can personally resonate with this and it brings me comfort, that's fine. But I if you're it. at the point where you're like, I am connected with her. I'm going to meet her in real life. And I'm going to like bake her hair into a pie or something. I, I'm going to bake Thomas's hair into a pie. <sighs> yeah, do it. Uh, <laughs> then it's a little weird. Uh, but yeah, and they're looking at a painting that uh, that like, actress painted. And he's,
0: so he's like, My mom loves her.
1: And, and then he just starts hanging
0: out with her. Uh, and they go on a walk.
1: A thing I noticed this feeds into what I'm pretty sure the film was trying to say. I don't know if this necessarily correlates with it 100%. It's just kind of my own theory. But, uh, I'm. Pretty sure the film implies later, I'm jumping ahead a bit here, that Sam is the dog killer. It,
0: yeah. Uh, but they, I think they made it clear that they're like, but we're not going to
1: tell you. Yeah. We're not going to, ooh, is he? Is he not? Uh, that that was one of my kind of eh moments with the film where I'm like, eh.
2: It
1: could have, he could have like maybe handled that better or because it, I don't know, maybe upon rewatch it won't bother me as much, but that whole, like, dog killer plot fizzles out very much the second half until, like, the very end. Yeah. Uh. But they, they're, like, walking. Yeah, and, and uh. But he's mean
0: to a homeless person for no reason. Yeah. And they get into, like, a little verbal altercation. Where it's <laughs> like, you just met the king of the homeless, what are you doing?
1: Yeah, I, I find it funny, because I... It's because it's, the homeless guy was like kind of mouthing off because he's like, do we have any change? And he kind of does the douchey like, no pockets, no change. And he's like walking, holding hands with the girl. And the homeless guy like said something to him like, you fucking cheap in front of the lady. He just kind of like quickly turns around and is like, fuck you. <laughs> and then the homeless guy just starts he's going like, the fuck off. I will off. fucking. Oh, shit, your mouth. Hey, eh? like he's freaking the fuck out. And he's like, God damn <laughs>
0: but they're walking and then they go into they go into the Silver Lake. Yeah. And they start swimming and she's like I don't actually want to fuck you. <laughs> yeah, she, and he's like what? Yeah. And she's she, like I think I've been being followed. And she's like I found this with my dad's possessions and he, she slips him this bracelet. And then he holds it up over the water it, and it's the same it. it's the same bracelet as the one that Sarah had. Um and then they start getting shot. Yeah. And they both dive underwater and then he looks and she's fucking dead. She yeah. got shot in the fucking chest. Fun fact. Also,
1: the cover of that Playboy magazine. Yeah. So then he just starts jerking off on the water. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, oh shit, I gotta take this while I can. Uh but uh So then he uh goes home
0: and he and it's the inscription on the bracelet that he gets this next code from. Yeah, and it's uh, it's coordinates. Uh, he finds it from like playing chess. He's like, wait, these are like chess coordinates that he finds earlier. It's like M or it's like G eight to or G one to H
1: four or something. Yeah, like. something like that. And, and then he, he like out out like, it's like it. NPM.
0: And then, and then he's like NPM one. He's like NPM one. And I fucking
1: hate this. Yeah,
0: and this- he's like wait, and he runs over to the other side of his apartment and he pulls out. Nintendo Power Magazine issue. Yeah, this one. is the He's point like, where I...
1: NPM 1! This is the point where I truly, like, realized it, it It had, like, set in stone, like, this is 100%, like, all it, like, in his head. Because up until this point, I'm like, I can kind of, like, it's obviously, like, meant to be, like, unrealistic, but there, potentially in the film's world, there might be some sort of, like, L.A. conspiracy going on. But the second it like, was like... I like
0: ridible. to imagine it's not innocent.
1: Yeah, may- maybe. Like, he just so coincidentally has everything at his disposal to be like, I've, I've solved it. I've solved this. So he pulls out the
0: map from the cereal box and lays it over the Legend of Zelda, which he's put coordinates on. Yeah, And, and he finds out
1: this this map or something. Yeah, it's... From like the Hollywood Hills to, and that leads somewhere to, uh, like an abandoned place, right? Yeah, uh, he goes, he like goes over there because he tries looking it up on the like Google Earth, thing. and there's no, and it's like sat, and this random piece of
0: land is like. No satellite image available. So he just walks over. Yeah,
1: and it's got the hobo warning for uh this is like a bad place or whatever. And it's which got, is like the three slashes.
0: And it's got the three ladies there and a rich man. And he's like Yeah. And he pulls out a gun that he'd gotten from Where the fuck did he get the gun?
1: From? I'm trying to remember. Uh oh he got it from the dead guy. That he oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because he didn't finish uh firing out out a a gun he's like
0: what the fuck is going on and he's like where's Sarah and he's like and then rich man's just like see what rich people do is they ascend.
1: Yeah, it's basically like uh, Egyptian pharaohs and like the pyramids, except they're buried alive. in, yeah. yeah, where they're buried with some of their like possessions. And with
0: food for like six months, so they like
1: live this super high life having
0: sex every day and just like eating food and then they die together and they ascend to heaven. Or
1: whatever. Yeah. That's, that's what, they that's don't, what as- I don't, it's not like heaven, it's like some weird fucking like Scientology, like, a different plane yeah. of like a different they, That's why they ascend and I was like, Oh Yeah. And, and is is like, then
0: he's like, Where's Sarah? And she's like, She's already down and she's like she's, she's might be dead by now. I, like, I need to see her and they, they like, just so happen to have a phone that they can call they can only call two people. They can't like call yeah. out. So they call Sarah and she's like, Hi and he's like, Hey, I've been looking for you. She's, she's like, like yeah. why? <laughs> and she's like, remember? I met you once. And he's like, You wanted to hang out. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, well, do you think I made a mistake. And he's like, I don't know, maybe. And she's like, Well, I'm fucking down here, so I can't really change anything about things. He's like, you right.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then they end on like the most like awkward like goodbye she's ever. Like, okay, bye. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, is, like dead silence for a little while, and she's like, I gotta, well, I gotta go. I said I'd make dinner tonight. She's like, Take care. And he's like. Why?
2: Why?
1: It's like, tell her to take care, dude. She's down in a fucking beneath the Hollywood Hills for a few months before she has to commit and then, suicide.
0: And then did you? And then obviously they had been poured. Yeah, he drank, of, he drank the tea. Oh, yeah. But also concrete gets poured over uh, the tombs. Yeah, so they can't. So they're under a silver lake. Oh, I. Concrete. I it's the Silver Lake.
1: I didn't get the I don't really consider um, yeah. concrete silver in well, most cases, but I, I I see I'm pretty see, sure I'm pretty
0: sure that's what they
1: were implying. See, I I figured the title was just like representative of like... Because the Silver Lake is like I think the because LA area LA, and it's like under underneath the surface there's a lot going well, on. Well I think I think they uh, It's I it's I think probably multi purpose yeah, because they're like
0: it's the comic, it's the place, it's the conspiracy, and it's the concrete.
1: Yeah. Pretty appropriate um, title for the movie. I they drink tea and they all pass out. Yeah, I wouldn't have. And the king of the If I, of I come across, across a cult, uh, what yeah. is so clearly a cult, and they're like, here, have some tea. No! I'm not going to have some fucking tea. Because that's going to probably either kill me or knock me out. And I don't want either of those.
0: So, uh, he. He passes out, and the king of the homeless yeah comes him. up, and
1: he's like barely conscious. how like, yeah, did you know I was gonna be here? And he oh, what is he saying? Like, we smelt it or something yeah, like that. Yeah, because
0: he they're they're implying that he still smells from the skunk. Yeah, because the entire because this going up, so like
1: what smell? And he's like, I oh, don't know. I think there's a lot of
0: skunks around. <laughs> um and he basically he wakes, wakes up. He wakes up tied to a chair with like chains. The homeless guys like did you do it? And he pulls out these dog treats, implying that he's the dog killer. And Andrew Garfield's like, I just carry around dog treats because my girlfriend broke up with me and she had a dog and I, I missed
1: them." That's another, uh, I won't say necessarily an issue, but a thing that, like, just on the first watch, I was like, I wish they would've maybe... Dived in because she's in the movie once because there's like a random scene like maybe like well and 40 she's also minutes. and he keeps seeing her because she's on a billboard. I only remember him seeing the billboard twice. The first time, before he runs into her at that party, where it's like I can see clearly now, and I thought that was just meant to be like, oh, he's you know in the conspiracy. I think, I
0: think he saw it twice before and then, he ran. It. To her and, oh, then, okay. and then he saw it one more time when and it was being claimed the... over by a Clown. Yeah, and it's like
1: Clown Shack, they're getting you hyped for uh, it chapter two. Yeah,
0: she's the villain,
1: um, uh, but uh, yeah, there's like a scene where, like, uh, I forget which party it's at. I think it's at the one It's
0: where he meets Millicent. I think which one was Millicent? That's the daughter.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was that one. Uh, where she like, cause it's like, yeah cause it's right after he kills the guy cause he's still got some of the blood on his fucking shirt and uh she like grabs him by the arm and he's like, oh shit and she's like my my husband or fiance, whatever, I don't fucking remember uh and he's like, oh congratulations and it's really awkward and they eventually split up or they go like back to whatever they were fucking doing at the party and uh yeah, at the end, it's basically revealed that like this is like his big relationship that he had had that like broke him up, and she used to have a dog. He carries the dog treats on him in case she decides to take him back that way, you know, and get the dog some dog treats and scratch behind its ears. He also brings up the fact that he was like bitten by his like aunt's terrier when he was a kid or something like that. Yeah. So uh so just, like
0: the just the last scene is just like trying to imply that he's a dog killer, which I think. Uh, there
1: was enough like yeah i had already kind of that, picked up on that in the first 20 like, minutes I, I think that
0: like the implication i think it's just kind of a bad see i'm just like i don't think it's needed like the implications there and if you're not gonna like prove it or you're not gonna like do anything with it i don't really think going like guys you might be the dog killer again does anything yeah. except fuck i'm not seeing spider fair <laughs> You're not seeing Spider-Man
1: today. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked at the time and saw that it's gonna start in four Whoops. minutes. I'm like, Oop, oops,
0: maybe you know, maybe we'll, we'll be done in like ten minutes. You can make it before trailers are you done. Know? Yeah. Oh. Anyway,
1: I'll go. I'll go see it.
0: Some some other time. Okay. Uh,
1: I'll just and that's that whole movie. You know, like
0: there are things that happen. He has a there's this scene where the owl lady comes into his house.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's before like. Uh, uh, his
0: landlord like and he, cop tries she to like him. breaks in like there's like a the window's broken and he's like
1: looking for her and she like crawls out of the cupboard Uh, but basically the homeless king like decides to let him go and he's like are you gonna kill me he's like I don't know maybe. maybe so he leaves uh, he goes back to his apartment for like a minute or so, and then he ends and then up... And then he goes and fucks the woman. Yeah, the old bird lady who likes to... Who, there's been, there's been a bird
0: that's been, like, saying this, like, word, like, the entire film. And, like, nobody knows what it is. And he asks her finally, and she's like, I don't know. And I'm like, God damn it! Yeah. And I'm like, I thought it was gonna be something. And I was like, fuck you! <laughs> but, yeah. Um And then it ends with the fucking landlord coming in and be like what the fuck is this
1: shit yeah he's basically Andrew Garfield's just kind of watching him from this and I'm just new... like what
0: is Andrew Garfield going to do now <laughs> like, he and it's to open me. to interpretation because the film ends right there yeah and yeah so there are other things that happen in the film like the Owl Lady visits his apartment and I'm just like
1: this is either in his head or yeah. he just forgot uh, that she was there we also didn't aside from like the beginning when we brought it up uh very I don't I don't know what we were recording when we were talking about. What, this. Topher Grace? Yeah, Topher uh, Grace is in it. the movie. Yeah, Topher uh,
0: Grace is in it. Honestly, I kinda
1: fucking hated the scenes. Uh his his character didn't really feel too necessary. I liked the ideas he was spouting out about how like there's no more like mysteries left in the world, like back in
0: Honestly, most of the rants by the characters in the film just felt a little too fucking close to like we live in a society, man. I was hey. like,
1: "Oh my God, they definitely teeter on that, but i I definitely get uh the sentiments that a lot of the film is trying to express I, I
0: get the sentiments. I just think some of the dialogue was just really fucking poorly written, like the least like the monologues. I think the like day to day dialogue and like the character interactions were fine, but like anytime they wanted to do a monologue, I'm just like, Ugh. yeah."
1: I'd have to rewatch it, uh, and like keep that in mind. But there, the one scene I want to talk about is the scene where they're hanging out, and he's just—he's got a drone. He's like, "This drone's like the sickest." And I thought the drone was like gonna come into play later, like you might use it to do some like investigating or something from like a safe distance. But no, it's just in this one scene, and he's like, basically, he's like, "Go watch this woman." Yeah, he's like, "There's this woman who lives over here." She should be like a Victoria's Secret model or something like that, or a lingerie model. And she like enters the apartment, uh, sheets
0: off her shirt. Sure. Yeah, I can't remember if she's like a in a
1: bra, bra or if she's topless. She's but. in a bra. Uh, and then she just starts sobbing, and they're both just kind of like standing, like sitting there, and watching like, the well, screen. I should me. probably go. Um, yeah, and it just—I I thought that scene was fucking I mean, hilarious. I mean,
0: it just kind of made me angry, though, because I'm like, how does she not see this drone? That, there I'm like, was also—I'm like, if it, especially if it's 2011, drones are fucking loud. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> I and mean, it just made me really angry because the drone was right here. And the camera's right here. Yeah, it's like, center she, like, has with center like with her with the window and look around the drone. I'm like, this is pissing me off. I'm like, how does she not look at the drone at all? She like goes like this, she's like looking up to the left, and then she like turns her head to look
1: down to the right. I'm like, I'm gonna throw it. Yeah, it's like that tunnel vision, it's like if you like see somebody you walk like walking down the street that you don't wanna make eye contact with and you're like, Oh, I'm just gonna have my eyes look everywhere but mm. right where they are. Uh but yeah, I remember noticing that, too, because they, like, zoom in, like, right on her face, and you see, like, the point where she kind of, like, rolls her eyes, like, up and, like, over, and it's just like, eh. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I really like this movie. I don't think it's for everyone, but it's, I think this movie has cult classic written all over it. I think, like, 30 years from now, uh... If, you know, humanity is still around, people will be talking about it on a cult scale. Uh, This movie... Man, I fucking hate how A24 went about releasing this movie.
0: Yeah, it was just
1: uh, because, because
0: A24 is usually pretty good with releasing. Film.
1: Yeah, they oh. bought they bought the rights to it like right before it like screened at Cannes. And then because of the
0: like middling reception at Cannes, it got. Yeah, they
1: pushed it back, and there were rumors <coughs> of a re edit. I looked it up; the film was not re edited. Okay, so that that's nice. Uh, and then. Uh, they pushed it back because it was originally supposed to come out uh, June of 2018 and Amazing. then it got pushed back to December and then eventually it got pushed back again and then they just released it like video on demand and yeah, DVD think, in April of I this year. I think they had
0: a small very limited release. Like Yeah and it was just
1: like well that's lame because I saw like the trailer for this m- movie like God it. Feels like ago. two years ago at yeah. this point. A bit might have been because twenty seven, late twenty seventeen sounds. And right. the, that's the
0: problem with A twenty four is like they have a lot
1: of hits on their hands, but they also bury a lot of their films
0: that don't get good reception. And like, so, ah,
1: oh, just release it. Yeah, seriously. Like, what the fuck? Especially
0: from like a pretty prominent act uh, director.
1: Yeah, like it's the It yeah. Follows guy. That movie was pretty big when it came yeah. out. Uh, it had a lot of positive reception. Uh, and it's like, they could've made this movie, like, I realize this movie probably would've been hard to market, I, I would've just marketed it as like a-
0: Yeah, it's like, what the fuck, is it a comedy? Cause like- This I movie, I would say,
1: I is, would say like the
0: first half's pretty comedic, but like the second half is just kind of like, it's pretty intense the second half, like yeah. there's some comedic elements, but for the most part it's like, this guy's going crazy. dark-
1: Comedy, neo-noir, magic realism?
0: Mystery, thriller, Mystery, dance. thriller.
1: Video. Dance. Music. Horror. horror. Uh, romance. A little. Just, just click
0: every mm-hmm. box for yeah, the Yeah, it,
1: it's it's a big genre match. Why is there not a genre for all genres? All. Or maybe not genres, but like a genre that title or a genre that has a title that suggests that this genre of film is like a blend of multiple different genres. Because I'm tired of all these great movies that, like, blend different fucking uh, film genres together and then people, like, going and seeing it and it being, like, mismarketed and being like, that wasn't a horror movie! Nothing scary happened! It's like, oh my fucking... Oh, God. That's my number one pet peeve. I hate when people, like, equate horror to scary. Oh, yeah, me too. Because it's, it's I like...
0: I hate am like, first of all, horror doesn't have to be scary. Horror can be funny. Like, horror comedies exist. Yeah. Like... Like, personally... Like, what we do in the shadows, I would say, is a horror movie. Because it has horror elements. Yes, yeah, there are
1: like, sub-genres of horror. There's horror comedy. There's, like, suspenseful horror. There's psychological horror. There's, like, body horror. Yeah. Uh... There's like slasher horror, like there's all sorts of different types of like subgenres. Exactly, and it's like oh, I fucking hate that as well. When people go and see fucking The Witch, and they're like, "That movie wasn't scary," but A twenty four markets it like this is the scariest movie since The Exorcist. It's just like it, which every fucking horror movie the I swear has that movie fucking tagline. Since line. the late. In the water.
0: That, that is a scary movie. But, I mean, the film I enjoyed, but I think was, I honestly think it was like 30 to 40 minutes too long. I think there was a lot of scenes that just didn't matter and weren't very good. Like, mostly the monologue-driven scenes were like, I don't know, I think, like, honestly, I love Topher Grace, but I don't think any of his scenes were, like, worth it. Some, like, two scenes? Yeah, let's take him out. Yeah. I
1: probably would have cut those scenes. They could have given, uh, like, the basic concept behind that uh, monologue that he gave to, like, somebody else or something. They could have incorporated it somewhere I else. I just
0: felt that the first, like, half of the film... It was just a little slow for my taste.
1: See, I didn't... I I really liked the... I liked the whole movie, but I I really liked the first half. Like, I was really enjoying it because I was taking the intense notes. I'm like, where's this going? And, like, taking the notes helped me realize, like, holy shit, like, every scene has had, like, a setup and some form of, like, payoff. And it was just like, oh, yes! Yes! And then, come... And then it kind of... A lot of, like, the tightness of the first half uh, was let loose in the second half, which is kind of where I start to teeter a bit. But ultimately, I still really fucking enjoyed this movie. There's nothing like it. I think that you should... If you haven't, you should see it. Form your own opinion on it. You yes. might like it. You might hate it. Seems like one of those movies that's your one or the other for the most part. Uh 'Cause I fucking adored this movie. I thought it was great.
0: And I thought it was enjoyable. I might eventually rewatch it, but you know.
1: I'm probably gonna rewatch it when my Blu-ray of it arrives later this week. Wow. A Blu-ray copy? Yeah. From Fraggle Rock? Uh no. A Blu-ray copy of Under the Silver Lake. Were you not fucking listening to me? Wait,
0: I thought this whole review was for <laughs> 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 Do you think Fraggle Rock has subliminal
1: messages hidden in it?
0: Probably. Um, uh, if you do want to watch the video, it is streaming on Prime Video. the the movie, Under the Silver Lake. It's
1: about Naruto.
0: Anyway, Thomas, what'd you give the film? What do you think?
1: Nine, eight or nine? I don't know yet. I I want to okay. hold off my final sentence. So Thomas said
0: that he wants to give it a nine. Um, I'm going to give it a six. Because I just hate Thomas. So, if Thomas gave it a 9, we're somewhere between a 7 and a 7.5, depending on his 8 or 9. But that means we definitely recommend the film. This is our highest rated film so far. Wait, so you...
1: Oh, okay. I I see what happened there.
0: I see. If you gave it an 8, it's a 7. Yeah, the the average was 7.5. Okay. So, yes. uh, We both enjoyed it.
1: Obviously, Thomas enjoyed it much more than me. But, hey. That's okay. Yeah, the I love a like film, that. So. Um, Yeah, I I liked the Serbian film, but I didn't like. I wasn't head over heels with it, like London. Maybe is, you gotta watch it fifty more times. Maybe I do. Maybe you just need to watch this one fifty more times. No, yeah. not doing that one. I'll probably watch it again
0: with like, yeah,
1: you. Maybe. I'm. Maybe we can watch it again. I can say for certain. I'm probably gonna watch this movie, in at least three more times. Probably twice more. Within the uh, not-so-distant future, because I'm going to be probably watching it on my own, and I'll probably rewatch it and show Lucero, because I feel like he'd probably like this movie.
0: Anyway, uh, Thomas, you got a classic next week, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, Let me... Uh, It is Shadow of a Doubt. Shadow of a Doubt? Alfred Hitchcock. Oh,
0: so it's not about the hedgehog. No, it's from the forties. One of those earlier
1: works. Or kind of mid. Forty three. Yeah. Uh I'm not sure the validity on this, but I've heard that this was his favorite film. Whoa, Joseph. Or Tom's his favorite there. film. I don't know what that is. Uh and from what I've heard this is like around like the era in his career where he started kind of like fully developing his like otura style, so thought it'd be interesting film to watch. This Under the Silver Lake had a lot of Hitchcock in it, so why not have some actual Hitchcock? We just watched Rope recently.
2: And that was great. Yeah, that Rope was, really was pretty good. It.
0: And I've, I've the only Hitchcock films I've seen have been Rope and uh, North by Northwest. Mm. So i been trying to get more into that, but I end up just watching shit instead. Yeah, no, it uh, happens. So my pick is gonna be uh, by the South Korean director Park Chan-wook. Um, I was thinking, uh, if you're not familiar with him, he did like uh, movies like, like Old Boy, Thirst, Joint Security Area. Those are the three that I've seen. And I've thoroughly enjoyed all of them. Um, I have only seen Thirst. Which you enjoyed, right? I think you gave it a seven.
1: Yeah, like I... I... I overall enjoyed it, uh, but I, I was kind of like, lukewarm. like, I, I didn't, I didn't like, dislike it by any means, but it's, it wasn't like, my favorite.
0: I feel. Um, I was thinking about doing The Handmaiden, which is his second most like, rated and known film, and it's super highly rated. But that's some easy shit. That's some that's the that's the shit that you know uh, So instead I picked um his English uh, film that he made. Uh-huh. Uh it's called Stoker. Um it has the lady who played Alice and from Alice in Wonderland. Uh, um, which one exactly? Mia wasako Like Tim Burton's Alice yeah. in Wonderland? Okay, I was gonna say there's a lot of Alice um, in and the Nicole Kitchens in it also. But I've heard very good things about this. Stoker? Stoker, yes. Like S-T-O-K-E-R. Is it on Letterboxd? Yeah,
1: this one. It is. My letterbox has been weird. Like I'll look up a movie and it just won't.
0: The fuck? Is this the app? Yeah. Why does your app look so weird? Probably because I'm on a fucking iPhone. Oh, gross, yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, so. How do Stoker? Uh, let me see where you can watch these films. Oh, there it is. Stoker, I think, is available to stream. However, that might be a lie. That's a lie. So, if you want to watch it, you can. If not, just remember, there will be spoilers. And then, of course, uh, what was your Shadow of a Doubt? Yeah. Shadow of a Doubt is um, not available to stream anywhere. Unless of course it's free on YouTube, which might be happening. But probably not because it is a more well known film. But let's check. Shadow of a doubt, possibly I see something. Oh god, there it is! It looks like it is available on the YouTube from the great the great Barry DeChest. Oh. So I just picked up my YouTube. i I picked it up at least okay. anyway thank you guys for listening uh, we talked about under the silver Lake for like an hour
1: yeah uh...
0: but like like I said thanks for listening uh if, if you liked it don't forget
1: to tell your grandma we love grandmas how would send us cookies what's your address Thomas Uh, one one four20. Hitler Drive. Smoke that joint on Hitler Drive. Put your actual address so
0: people can send you mail.
1: It's a. Uh... Is that true? It's my old address. Cut that out. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm gonna forget about it. Don't. What do you mean you're gonna forget about it? I'm do you forget about it? You listen to it when you edit it.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I'm gonna forget about it. Right as you said that.
1: No, forget. This is my second reminder. Don't forget about it. <laughs> Cut it out. Or at least, you don't have to cut out the point where I say it, and just beep it out. And that way they don't hear the address. I'll just
0: scream over it. <laughs> okay, thanks for watching, everybody. I mean, listening. I mean, whatever the fuck you're doing. Bye!
2: Bye.